Nakore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nakore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. going on this is dj brainstorm on the mic with you yeah, right now yeah, coming to you yeah, yeah. live and direct with episode number 241 of the drunk mind sober thoughts podcast the dmst podcast is back want to thank everybody that is tuning in on facebook live right now and everybody that is tuning in throughout the week on apple soundcloud on stitcher on um, Apple Podcasts. I said, I said Apple, Apple PodCloud or something. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio app, Spotify, Wooshka. Wooshka. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. And I guess we might as well say it right off the top of the motherfucking show. Uh, actually part of the Cleveland Comedy <laughs> Network yeah. now. Yes, yeah, 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 So yeah. that's a big Listen, thing for us. Shout out to the Cleveland Comedy Festival. Shout out to Steve Guy. Shout out to, to everybody involved, man. Our homie we met last week, Holly in the CLE. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like going on, you know, man. We, 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 like going on, man. So, um, yeah, it's going to be some cool stuff coming pretty soon. You know what yeah. I mean? Get your hands on some DMST merch. We got some, you know, we, we, we've been doing some stuff behind the scenes this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. DMST Radio been going. DMST, our website is back up. Shout out to Brainstorm for coming up with the... Uh, we got the link tree going on our uh, our DMST page. Man, mm-hmm. it's a lot. I mean, just online in general with all our... Links to everything, man. Shout out to that, man. It's been a lot going on. Yes, sir. So, uh, Playboy, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Playboy the DJ. Playboy D-A-D-J. Another week, man. Another show. Ready to get in. Let's get it, man. Dev, how you feeling? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. (laughs) I'm ready to go, man. Short and sweet. Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, so if you are tuned in online, I don't know if we uh, got that part of the video up yet. Uh, but if you are tuned in online, we are joined by a guest this week. Oh. Uh, we do have artists in the building. Uh, Boy Toy, how are you doing this week? I am feeling great. Mm. I up. mean, sure, sweet, you know what I'm saying? Look good, feel good, do uh-huh. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can we, can we, uh, can we, can we say, you know what I mean? We had, um, the other half of this power conglomerate on a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know what I mean? Um, we had, you Young know, Shine. Young Shine on a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now we have probably, you know what I mean, given my years of experience, you know what I mean, experience in relationships, experience. probably um, <laughs> the brains, um, the engine, <laughs> probably everything that means something to the movement. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Once the once the woman gets a hold of of 
of you know what I mean the situation you know what I mean things seem to blossom they seem to move oh thank you cause yeah. that's true you know what I'm saying <laughs> a lot of people don't like to you know admit that but it's true mm-hmm. it's true yeah you know what I'm saying I mean we, we are people that we understand that and we admit it because yeah. uh, <laughs> even when we came up with the um, the Young Gift and the Black mm-hmm. uh, the nonprofit, you know we said early on we was like yo we need to find us a black woman to come up here and partner with us because yep. we know that when they are involved in things, shit gets done. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I, I agree with you 100% with that one, Dev. Like, like if we know, we might talk our shit behind the scenes and stuff like that, but everybody knows that. <laughs> I talk my shit in front of the <laughs> <laughs> You talk your shit behind the scenes, uh, in front of the camera, behind the camera, I'm whatever. I'm going to piss some people off today, and I apologize up front. Man. Yeah, you already pissed me off before we even started the show. Oh, so. man. I think I pissed him off twice. Once I pissed him off, the other time, I disappointed Brainstorm like a like you disappoint your pops or some shit. Perfect. That nigga looked at me like, I can't believe you just said that. No, no, um, but no, but it's all good. So uh, how are you feeling this week? Yeah, I'm feeling good. You know, um, I released some music. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm constantly working. I actually just came from a rehearsal for a fashion show mm-hmm. that I'm performing at. Rip the Runway Style. I'm excited about oh, that. Sure. I mean, everything's been on the up and up. So, you know, I feel great. You know, let the little... I can cuss? Okay. Good. Because, you know, you got to let the little bullshit pass mm-hmm. and keep it pushing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all good. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. All right, so we're going to get into what some other things that's going on with you and uh, some of your history in a little bit. But as we always do, we want to ask how everybody's week was. So I'll actually mm-hmm. start with you. How was your week? How was my week? Yeah. Busy. Mm. Busy, productive. And that's how I like it. Mm. But on the up and up. Mm. What you had going on with you? Everybody this, like, mm. Just a bunch of stuff? What you had going on? What you had going on this week? Um... Like I said, rehearsal. Oh, okay. um, I had um, a couple things. Well, DJ Insomniac been spinning Switch mm-hmm. Up on iHeartRadio. So doing promos for that. Um, I'm also um, the director for Young Sean's Plays video. So we've been getting that storyline together mm-hmm. and, uh. and um, casting for the models and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's been busy and productive. But, you know, I wear many hats. Mm-hmm. You got to get it done. Okay. That's what's up, man. Okay. Before I get into y'all two, uh, Bruce, if you want to turn your camera on real quick, I just want to ask how your week was, homie. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it, was your, was it, was, it was your anniversary <laughs> week, you right? Yo, yo, yo. No, no. It was the birthday weekend. It was the birthday weekend, but um, it was going on everybody. My little thing. But anyhow, um, no, nah, man, no. Nah, I was down in the MIA, yo, um, uh, this all week, man, so I, I tuned out. Uh, for this full week until mm-hmm. I came back, uh, fr- touched back down Friday. But anyhow, everything was good. And, um, you know, the main question that we will always talk about these last few weeks so we can get this sponsor, the chew was loose. <laughs> you um, got that blue chew now? The chew was loose. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Like, not all week, but you know, I did it. But every day I'm hustling. But no, 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 no. Me and the Wiz, you know what I'm saying? Like, we hit the beach and it's like that. But like that traffic crazy, man. The traffic crazy. Orlando traffic crazy. Oh, Florida's uh, uh, shit. Was it like crazy, wide man. open down there? Like, like I mean, January it, 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 it was still no, it was it still masked up, but uh, it wasn't like masked up that bad where, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like all black, you know what I mean? Well, uh, my bad, because I, I got that on, but it, it wasn't like masked up like that, like you going mm-hmm. to a house, but um, but no, yeah. it, it was cool. Oh, it, you, it, it was loose. You was on some dark shit. You know what I'm saying? My bad. You ain't peeping? Oh, you ain't peeping? Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. All in all, everything was good, man. Like, but um, it was a cool, just relaxed time so man, with, with the whiz and stuff like that so i appreciate y'all asking all right man Later. playboy how was your week 
Week was cool, man. Um, <clears throat> I expected to go back to work Wednesday, but um, that didn't wind up happening. My, my doctor just said he wanted me to, you know, start fresh on Monday. So after three months, three or so, you know, three and a half months of being off of work, I'm headed back to work tomorrow. So don't sound congratulations. so excited. <laughs> like really, don't sound Look, so excited. And, and and I should be grateful, and I am grateful. I'm mm-hmm. appreciative, but it's just man, after being, you know. Being off that that long and the things we discuss as far as just entrepreneurship, I know and different we got things. going on. I know, man. You kind of want to devote it all to what we got. <clears throat> man, I, know. I am I know. in such a tunnel right now with, with what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. we gonna see when but the I, time comes, yeah. we are gonna be able to make that decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm at that point, but you know, I'm gonna still do what I got to do. I got the baby, so I got to provide. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of my my family. So you know, it is what it is. But I'm ready. Okay, Dev. How was your week, man? You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I know sometimes we. Leave me to the end, man. I'm gonna be honest, man. This week, this is this is a rough ass week, man. I didn't think it was gonna be as rough. Then when it hit, it was rough as fuck. You know what I mean? I, my bad, the bruise. I wasn't really tapped in on his his birthday. It was my father's birthday. Man, you hey, know yo. what I'm saying? So, nah, hey, hey, no, you all good, man. I was, I that shit hit me like a ton of bricks. This is my father's first birthday. Obviously, hey. you know, since he passed back in August. So like leading up to it, I'm like, you know, uh, man, like the second hit, and I'm like, shit. Yeah. The third hit, I'm like, now. Nah, like I got hit in the jaw, you know what I mean? Like it was it was a rough week, man. It just it, it had me um it kind of just kind of had me it kind of cleared my focus though. After it though, like it cleared like my vision, it cleared my focus on like life and what's important. And mm-hmm. like, all right. That was kind of like it was the first real reality of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think the reality is finally set in. It, it's it's your your dad, your dad will put into a your dad will put into a position to where when you starting right here on that war side, then you go through that fog and then it go there. So, mm-hmm. so that, that's basically what I hear from yeah, you. Yeah, man. So, so yeah. So it was kind of like the first thing, like Christmas and Thanksgiving. Once you start having kids and shit in the family, you get wrapped up in the family shit. Like, but like birthdays and little shit like that is specific. And you're like, oh, nigga, like niggas ain't here no more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so it was like finite, boom, all right. You know what I mean? But it did clear the path a little bit. So it was a re- it was a weird week. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. But um, and like, on, on top, of, what was about to say? No, I, say, I, I just want to give kudos to you, man. I like how you approach the whole the whole thing, man. Um, by saying I'm gonna celebrate versus yeah, man. You know, feeling you know, we got on the radio, had some fun time with like some celebratory stuff on DMST yeah. Radio. We came up here on what was that Friday night? Yeah, I think Friday was night yeah. we did another for lovers only. You know what I mean? Kind of talked about being open and, and honest and vulnerable as men. You know right. what I mean? And having oh, real conversation. I gotta yeah. listen in one day. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to man. You got to be open and honest about your, your feelings, man. Because you you'll go crazy. That should have drive you right. fucking crazy yeah, if you feel in some kind of way and you don't let it out. So yeah, man. It was, it was just a it was just a real uh, uh, honest week. You know what I mean? And then you couple that with I know we're gonna get into it, but you know, shout out to. We always we talk about it every year. Uh, you know, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead, man. Yeah. How was your week, man? And Mo, how was your week? Um, week was. I mean, it was work. Ain't, ain't nothing going on. Uh, just dealing with the parents. They got some shit going on right now. Um, that uh, I mean, nothing bad, nothing like that. But you know, just tied up over there with them at the house, um, helping them get things together. And then, uh, I mean, that's pretty much been it. Uh, just taking it easy. I hopped on. Uh, I only did the radio once this week. I woke up yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, and hopped on because I'm tired, man. Because I, 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 for one, I ain't been sleeping, and then I've been waking up early. But I woke mm-hmm. up yesterday morning, it's like maybe seven, and mm-hmm. um, 
just couldn't go back to sleep and I, I hit the Instagram and D-Nice was on doing a set and D-Nice be doing these three, four, five, six hour DJ sets on Instagram. Almost like a marathon. And so I was just like, fuck it. You know, like back in the day, you know, you wake up on a Saturday morning and your mama tell you to clean the house or something like that and you, and you know, it was music I cooked breakfast to it. I cooked breakfast to the And, to I, the and I got up and it was like 9.15. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go live. And so I plugged in and went live like 45 minutes or so. Just did a quick mm-hmm. little Saturday morning mix. Yeah. And uh, that was that. So that's, it's pretty much been my week. I, I haven't yeah. done too much, you That's know. But uh, but like Dev said, we uh, we definitely got to say. I mean, I, we hate starting off heavier, but yesterday was March sixth, uh, and so for people like us that went to Shaw, uh, that new DP, we know that on March sixth, ninety eight. You know, uh, a good friend of a lot of ours, uh, of of us, you know, um, uh, passed away on the court, on the, on the court, yeah. in a, in a really you know tragic way, in, in a sense because we were in a you know, but Dev, you were still on the team at the time. Yeah, I was at the scores and, table about to check in was, for him, bro. I was yeah. sitting in the stands, sitting yeah. there, uh, you know, with, with next to one of my best friends at the time, um, Los, who, you mm. know, and we were just joking about stuff that was going on. And, and, and were you there at the time, too? Nah, I remember when it happened, okay. but mm-hmm. no, nah, I had came to Shaw the following year. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So it was just like, it, you know, we were there, and then it's just like one minute you got – this dude that 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 you have known for, I mean, I I met DP when I was in what seventh grade, I think yeah, it was or whatever. Uh, same yeah. was great, same same. Me. We was hooping together. Y'all was yeah. a year ahead of yeah. me, but I was in the seventh, he yeah. was in the eighth. Yeah. And I always say how to me, he was just a cool dude because of the fact that he just, you know, sometimes you meet some people that really really gravitate towards people, mm-hmm. and like they really kind of don't have that. But like that hurtful, you know what they say? They don't have like a hurtful bone in their body, Can stuff we, like that. Let's let's be fr- like, listen. When you go to Shaw or them Shaw style schools, you got the dudes. You like, oh, this nigga on some bullshit. But then you got the people who just cool people. You're like, all right, I can kick it with DP. We can have genuine fun. Mm. I ain't got to fight nobody today. <laughs> this nigga like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, cool yeah. dude. <laughs> we gonna hoop. We yeah. gonna have some fun. You know what I mean? Laugh. We gonna laugh and joke. Yeah. And that's that's and it's refreshing. It's extra refreshing mm-hmm. when um. You know what I mean? When you are in an environment that can be kind of tension filled, you know mm, what I'm saying? Like, that's when, true. and he yeah. was just—he was a good dude. You he know was what I mean? A good dude. Like yeah. the like the the real definition of it, not like a, not like the the the, the whatever stock story. People be trying to be like, oh, he was such a oh, yeah, no. Yeah, DP yeah. was a good yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, good yeah. people's man. He, he, was like, one, he, was one of, he was one of the people that um. You didn't really find nobody that genuinely had anything oh, bad man. to say about him at yeah. all. Mm. He was just a fun, like, always had a smile. I'd never get his smile. That's one of the yeah. things I'd never get. Mm. He was just a real good dude. I remember that day of the game, me and him had like two or three classes together. And I remember walking out of social studies and I remember me saying, hey, man, you know, go ahead and rep- you know get that win. That W, like, oh, yeah, for sure. It's the last time I talked to him, man. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even go to the game. Mm-hmm. I got a phone call. Yeah. I was I was in the crib. I got a phone call. I'm just like, yeah. What the I was um I saw him that day towards the end of the day, like literally at the end of the day. I was running out the tunnel. He was running into the tunnel, um, you know. And that people that went to shop, it's like a, a little thing that connected two of our buildings. And uh, and I was asking him if he had got some shoes or whatever for the game or whatever. Then I told him I holler at him that night because I always yeah. I always literally talk to him <laughs> before the games. Mm-hmm. And literally by the time I got there, they was already on the court warming up, so I didn't really get to holler at him. So the last time I got to speak to him was then. But just that feeling of, of of being there, I'll never forget. I'll never forget it happening. I'll never forget walking out the gym and us having to stop because and it's just everything was surreal. Everything was so quiet and mm-hmm. I'm walking out and you got all the cheerleaders over here and they're all in tears. Everybody's kind of just don't know what's happening. But then we have to stop because 
paramedics are rolling him out and I'm just looking at this dude ride past and I'm in my mind knowing like you, like you know. just know mm, you right. know this is one of those feelings that just I, I, I yeah. it lived with me forever still stays with me that whole that whole day so again we wouldn't we, we would be shit if we wouldn't mis- mention that I mean it got to it's, 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 it's oh, yeah. ingrained I mean it, something man. that affected our, our young adult lives I mean mm-hmm. think about it man I remember real quick just until we before we get into everything mm-hmm. I remember coming back from that situation and walking in that school. I ain't never seen it. We talking about East Cleveland Shaw High. I never forget walking into that school. It wasn't no drama. Like, you know, stuff you usually mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just kind of walking past each other. Like, you all right? Everybody was dead. It, it was, was like crazy. It was like zombies in yeah. that. I mean, like, I just remember walking out of class, me and a couple of friends, we just walking around the school, like, just lost. And and just, and I remember we were coming basically almost from the tunnel then going back into the, uh, I can't even think of the building name right now. And like in Hans and everybody, like basically everybody on the team was coming up from out of his office because he was in the basement, of, I guess that academy building. Mm-hmm. Academy. And everybody was coming yeah. upstairs, like going towards, going down the hall, going towards like where the offices are and shit like that. And everybody was just all in tears. And it was just, it, it was just surreal, man. And right. um, so again, we, we, we know we speak about it every single year because yeah. we show love to them. Um, yeah. And obviously our, our classmates that experience that too. So, uh, I just want to say RPDP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. He forever looking down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I believe so. All right. So I know it's hard to transition, but what we'll yeah. do is um, we'll switch up. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, let's you know, let's throw to it. Let's throw to a commercial. Let's cleanse the palate. Let's cleanse the palate. <laughs> and come back. Yeah. Hey, let's go to. Let's throw. Shout out to Nicori Apparel. It's a sponsor. Uh, for truth tellers. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Adinkra um, designs and everything are out now. Go to NicoriApparel.com. Hey, go. Th- we'll, we'll get into it later. You, you, you can also find NicoriApparel.com if you go to our website and click the link. But we'll get into that later. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We'll be right back, y'all. Nicore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nicore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nicore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NicoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E Apparel.com. Nicore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Okay, we're back. Uh, thank y'all for, for being tuned in to uh, to the DMST podcast live on Facebook and throughout the week in the avenues that you are tuned in on. Um, as we were saying before we went to the commercial, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do the switch up. Mm-hmm. And while we're doing the Let's switch up, it. we're going to talk to the artist of uh, mm-hmm. that song, the switch up, uh, uh, Boy Toy. Uh, that is your new single that dropped in what? Yeah. Early February, right? Yes, it dropped um, Valentine's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to drop it right in time for Valentine's Day because it's the song is um, like a musical war between love and toxicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's one of my babies because this song really had me step out the box as far as my artistry because, you know, I come from EC and mm-hmm. when I first started rapping, I was 
the gangster yelling on the track, fighting and right. like just <laughs> all over the place. And I really, um, over time, really learned how to um, put my feelings more so in my music mm. um, and really do music that comes from my heart instead mm. of just doing stuff where I feel like this is what the people want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. What's up? Okay, so you said that that uh, you know you had a different kind of uh, image or so when you kind of first started rapping. Yeah. So when was it that you first got into rapping and doing music? I, I got into music early. I want to say about two thousand five, two thousand six. I mean, music always been a part of my life. I have a um, uncle that plays the guitar in the live band, um, and my grandfather he was into music and he also act, um, but. When I first really got serious about it, I was a part of a group. Um, obviously, the group didn't last. Mm-hmm. It was whatever. all girl group, right? That yeah. Ran, I think I remember that back in the day. We ain't yeah. going to we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, um, Vlad TV it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, them still my girls. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that didn't work out. And I actually took a hiatus for a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. Like, I had stepped back from music and everything, and just people just always would ask me, let me let me get a collab. Mm-hmm. Let me and Like, every time I tried to stop, it was always something mm-hmm. pulling me back in. Um, so I really just started my solo career maybe like two years ago. Mm. So, yeah. So do you prefer that more, the being solo, or did you do you still miss aspects of being in a group? I mean, I definitely miss aspects of being in a group, but it was so funny. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I definitely miss aspects because um, everybody had a different element that they brought mm-hmm. to the group. Mm-hmm. But I like being solo because it's kind of hard talking to people on things, things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And everybody is always like a push and pull. Mm-hmm. Like, goodness gracious, like, right. what we got to lose for trying some shit. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. That's why, listen, you know what? what? That's why I love these two <laughs> dudes right here, man. Because I went I went through that before with the previous stuff that I was in, dealing with. And I'm like, I don't think we realize and put enough credit on how good we work together on just Doing shit. Yeah. I know it seems simple because we all some decent dudes. Mm-hmm. Right. But you could be in a situation where it'd be difficult to just do shit. Yeah, to just You'd be like, do. nigga, can we just do some shit? God yeah, that's, damn. Yeah, that's why I'm glad I got my husband. Shout out to Young Shine. Shout because out. it's not oh, a yeah, push man. and pull. We're going to try all that shit. Mm-hmm. And we'll work, work. Yeah. And we we'll don't, don't we going to keep it moving. Yeah, right. But real quick, I got to give, I don't know I don't know if the time frame is correct, all right? <laughs> but I just remember when I stumbled across everything, it was so okay. So give me, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it DLC Showstopper? Was that tonight? I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Atlanta, right? Yeah. And I stumbled across Royalty Camp and y'all at the same time, like on a trip back and forth from Atlanta. This is like 06, 06, mm-hmm. 07, 06. Mm-hmm. No, 06. And I started, and I was playing that, and that was when I first. Really, really got into that's when Ray was first coming out. Mm-hmm. With everything, it was just like I'm like, thank you, God, and I'm like, oh shit, they went to show. Like, man, listen, yeah. listen, <laughs> it was like 
I can't even explain it, man. Like they used to call me EC when I was in Atlanta. I worked at Enterprise, and they'd call mm-hmm. me EC. That was my nickname, mm-hmm. cause I'm playing like y'all shit. I didn't tell them that that the royalty camp was from Glenville. It's from the east side of Cleveland. Who gives a fuck? Right. Then, <laughs> right. Ray was talking East Cleveland all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was so, partially. Yeah, partially. partially. So if I'm not mistaken, 0607, am I right? Am I right with my time frame? Yes. Okay. Absolutely right. right. All right. Because at that time, us and Ray Jr. actually had the same manager. Uh, Shout out to Fatty. Okay. Um, But we was under the same umbrella at that time. So, yeah, that's like the exact timing. And in royalty camp, Pooh Gutter was in there. He from EC. Oh, Pooh was from EC. That's right. Who else me see? Yeah, man, it was it was go time, and I was that, and then and then Allen up making it to Madden. I was the best shit ever, man. <laughs> right. like, I was Damn. so turned in Atlanta, bro. Hey, it yeah. was a good era like, in Cleveland music. Nigga, I'm playing all that fucking music, and in the cut that I'm playing all the goddamn time, Brian getting the video, and the nigga end up on Madden. I'm like, what? Y'all can't say shit to me, nigga. <laughs> I, told, I told you, niggas. I'm trying to tell the, you. The crazy part what? is, I think that was around the time that Brian met Rich. Yeah, I, I think the same I, time. around that same time, because Rich yeah. at the time was selling, I think they said was selling clothes yeah. out of his trunk or something Throwback like that. And that's, they, and that, and that's they, where he kind of met him around that time. They were doing that video or something like they that. They scrubbed this video from the from the internet. I tried to find it about a month and a half ago. It's LeBron drunk in the club downtown of Cleveland. It might have been like Cadillac Ranch. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but Brown was drunk. They was talking. Somebody had a phone camera. They was talking to him. And he was fucked up. And I'll never forget, he had like... Not, not, you know how night vision eyes, you know how the eyes look in night vision, but it wasn't Maybe green like night vision. It yeah. was kind of more like bluish. Mm-hmm. But he was drunk, and I guarantee they they wiped the shit from it. I can't find it nowhere. But that was when he, he was fucking with like Al and them. Like he was like legitimately at the clubs and shit. Yeah. With like the no, his PR candy. came through like. They came through and scrubbed the internet. Yeah, it's it's definitely scrubbed. I can't find that video nowhere. It's definitely scrubbed. That's scrubbed, Last thing I know about him as far as uh, Al Fats or whatever is uh, I came down the video. So Yeah, that's the same. That's the only thing. So, But yeah, shout out to that, man. Yeah, Do y'all absolutely. fucking history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Do y'all research. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, man. That shit is nostalgic almost. You know what I mean? Not like, not because it's not like that really that that long ago it was just that time period i'll never forget that feeling it was almost validation when when fat al got on uh on man. madden it yeah. was like we on our way mm-hmm. i was man, i was playing oh, yeah. i was playing that shit so heavy in atlanta i'm like man y'all niggas don't know what the fuck y'all talking about i was working overnight hey, i was playing that shit hey, in the middle of the night they still be playing it heavy on the radio i'll still dj some things some parties and people will be like look this is so-and-so's favorite song, so you got to play this Goodness at least gracious. once tonight. He got new stuff out, though. Y'all can't find nothing else. But I, I, I don't know. You know how it is. Sometimes people just get attached to a song, and it's just like, I got some songs that's yeah. literally like some of my favorites or something like that. I have mm-hmm. done parties where they've come to me and be like, yo, like I said, it was a birthday party, and they're like, look, this is her favorite song. You got to play this at least once, and then it's like you just sneaking on them, mm. and the hits, and they and right. they go crazy. Go crazy. I mean, yeah. I understand. But sometimes people got a song that's always going to be attached to them like that, because I almost think the the Meek Mill Dreams and Nightmares is always going to be attached to them just like that, too, because yeah. as long as it's been since that song has come out, you play that right now, and a lot of times people still kind of go crazy in the yeah. place or whatever. So I think sometimes you can get a song that just is literally attached to you, and and no matter what, that's just how it's going to be. Right. Shout out to Bruce. You try. I was doing the same thing, bro. He was trying to find the I'm here, video. I'm here. To find that it's video. This, this is what I'm here for. I'm it's gone, to find bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> scraped it. But uh, but but yeah, man. I mean. 
Look, I think back to what you were saying about the music and people attachment. I think that's just the results of people making classic music. Mm. Everybody don't make classic music nowadays. That's real shit. But yeah. Yeah. The only thing that the only thing that fucked up some of the mid two thousand rappers, early to mid two thousand male rappers, was the period pieces, the like the references in, in which they used. The long white tee, like that it shit. Don't, don't, I can't, I can't in good conscience listen to that because I hate that era. Like, I hate the fact I used to wear a red tee under a white tee with a red and white headband and a red. I hate the that. headband. That's the ones I posted a picture the other day, nigga. My jeans yeah, were so throwbacks. flat at the bottom, bro. Bro, bro. I was gonna bring, I was gonna bring that up. Say that about guys. Like, look at this. Like, my what was everybody has, thinking? My shoes has fifteen and bitches look this big. <laughs> you had flare out jeans on, <laughs> but uh, I had bell bottoms from the thigh down. Nigga. It, it it happens oh, though, but like you said, flare out. because they reference so much of the culture at the time, it doesn't age. You don't age don't well. Age as well. The one thing about the one thing about um, female rap is it ages well because the content does not necessarily like a lot of times attach onto a time period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of like boss talk when women rap. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a lot of boss talk. Dudes will reference what's going on right now. Yeah, that's true. Like Cavassier and, you know, Tangeray <laughs> yeah. and Tupac. Yeah, think, you know what I mean? When I started thinking about that, I'm like, y'all, the liquor that got popular off of a song yeah. Yeah. or whoever was talking about it yeah. at the time. I mean, people done, people have been through the whole... What was the uh, people that been through the Armadale phase? Ooh, when Jay and God. Yeah. Uh, obviously, still rocked and took hypnotic off. With hypnotic, oh, hypnotic, hypnotic. I don't. I don't think I ever once even had hypnotic. I never jumped on that way. I had it with the incredible, you know, incredible. I've yeah, seen yeah, it at yeah, the yeah. counter at the Arab store, and I'm like, come the fuck on. <laughs> not, it's on the counter, bro. I'm not buying this. It's just next to some lemonheads, bro. Do they still say, sell Alize? Alize had a run. Alize had a run. Well, Ace of Spades is still Gin and Juice had a run for way. Way back in the day, yeah, yeah. Uh, had, uh, Cognac had a run yeah, with, with Luda. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> that's crazy, don't do man. Don't do us like that. You gonna put the picture? <laughs> don't, do us, don't do us like that. Uh, <laughs> hey, shout out to my homie Gene, man. Gene used to wear. I'm not lying to you, them dudes in that picture, man. On the right. Them, that was Gene. Gene used to wear shirts that was too big for me, yeah, nigga. And Gene dresses. was number 5'11", yeah, yeah. 170 pounds. <laughs> and them shirts are too big for me. He had this, this nigga had a Willis Reed number 19 with my fucking last name on the back of it. Um, Nick's jersey when we was in college, a white one. And that bitch had to come down to lower knee. Like, it was big as fuck. <laughs> that was so big, man. That's but great. yeah, wear a white do rag with a with a white fitted. I mean, I had, the Knicks fitted I, with I the Knicks jersey. Time, I, I had do rags in every color imaginable. Oh. I had I, I had the two tone joints. Oh, uh, no. uh, you said the two tone who? I, the two tone joints. You know that. Yeah, I had those. I always wore a black do rag. I, um, I had um, the headbands too. I went oh, through the headband oh, yeah. phase. I had headbands I, in every look, color. <laughs> every color. Over. That was the worst. It wasn't my ever. favorite. That was it the worst. Was. <laughs> y'all, the only thing y'all, y'all white tees. I, I had a. I mean, I would keep fresh white tees in the closets. Mm. So if one just got a little bit, whatever, it's 
toss it. Y'all was wearing high heel tennis shoe boots and stuff like that back then. You know what? I didn't get into the high heel uh, tennis shoes. (laughs) I wore like the Melissa's that people be talking about, the clear joints. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never got into the, um, it was never my style. I felt like it looked cheap. Yeah. If it it wasn't the real joints, the Malolos or whatever, like I didn't want them. Okay. But yeah, they did though. I see in the feed, Jerry said we don't drink That was drink a terrible no one. More. I ain't like that one either. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so while we talking about the switch up, we going to uh, we going to bring this song up. Your your newest single. At what before as as Bruce is bringing that up, uh, what would you say your style is uh, when it comes to rapping and writing and things like that? You know, or how would you describe it? Ooh, that's a hard one. How would I describe my style? Or maybe, um, or maybe what's your approach when you when you kind of write? Okay, like well, that. first off, I mean, of course, you gotta feel the 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 beat. I feel like the different tunes and instruments that's used in the beat mm-hmm. usually provide my feels of how I'm gonna approach a song and what it's gonna be about. Um, when I heard um, "Switch Up" beat, um, it's produced by Matlock on the track. Mm-hmm. Um, when he first let me hear the beat, and it's crazy because the beat that's on the song now mm-hmm. isn't the original beat. Mm. Um, the original beat um, sounded, I like this one better, mm-hmm. but it is different. But it just made me feel like that R&B feel mm-hmm. or that, I knew I I had to make a song for the ladies. Mm. I knew that off rip from hearing it. Um, and I just wanted to make a song that was relatable. Mm-hmm. Like what female haven't been through a breakup? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and even still, like all women don't cry when they go through a breakup. Some mm-hmm. women are able to just pick up and move on and say, fuck this nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But really? yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say they go through that, but when a woman's fed up, like Kelly said, she mm. fed up. Like, mm. so this what this song like represents, like telling women, like, don't be down on yourself because something didn't work out. Like, keep it pushing. Okay. All right, well, you know what? Right. That's a great message. All right. You got it ready to go, Bruce? All right. So we're going to we gonna get, get into, into the single called Switch Up by Boy Toy. Uh, once we get done with that, we'll be back with y'all. So DMST Podcast, y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. Ain't no do-over 
drivers, your man's lame. Hopped in the V and just prank. Swerving on my old news, tuned into new views. I'ma do me, cause you already doing you. Up. He wish that I was by his side. I act like I don't give a fuck. I don't. Hell nah, I can't fuck with y'all. Hell nah, I can't fuck with y'all. Show him I was down to ride. Hell nah, then he started switching up. He wish that I was by his side. Y'all, welcome back. You are tuned in to episode 241 of the DMST yes, podcast, yes. the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. That was the new single by Boy Toy. Oh, switch yeah. up. I'm I like that. Up. Hey, so my thing I, is I'm going to switch up on these niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as, I, as I did the last time, I have to say this. Okay. So y'all just going to be like this couple that's just dropping fire together <laughs> like this? Like, this shit yeah. is fucking dope. Like, this, this is fire, man. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, couple, man. It's the same thing I said a couple weeks ago. Like I'm really big on energy. I like when some like when those beats hit and you really get that that thing that really make you want to bob your head and things like yeah. that. You said his name is Matt Lock that produced it. Mm-hmm, Matt Lock uh, on the track. Yeah, so I, I mm-hmm. like it. I like the flow on it. Um uh, so I I can see that being something that you can turn your turning up, roll the windows down once, you know, once Cleveland warms up, once mm-hmm. this winter shit get out of here, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and vibe out to it and rock out mm-hmm. to it. Oh, yeah. Them nighttime rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So is, right. the vi- is the video shot or are you shooting? Oh, it? that thing dropped 
what next week? Next it week? drop on yeah. the 19th. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now was that done in house too? I know y'all do a lot of stuff together with with the videos. Yeah, and- well, uh, shout out to Congo. Our our shout out to Congo. Uh, yeah, that's his brother. My <laughs> brother. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the homie. That's like family. That's so we brother. like family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. We all interconnected, but man. Yeah, Congo shot that yeah. thing. I mean, killed it. I can't wait yeah. for everybody to see it. Um. I um, directed it. Um, of course, my husband did the mm. BTS. He also co-starred in it. Mm. Um, also, Hakeem Sharif starred in it and uh, Cache Ariel. Mm. Shout out to them. Um, but, yeah, the video drop on the 19th. It drops on Vivo, Title Apple. You know, we do mainstream drops. Yeah, we don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we try to, you know, get paid. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> I, feel, I, feel I love the fact that y'all, man, like, y- y'all got to... Y'all got a a, a a a a like a formula that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I love the fact because when you drop like that, when you go on Spotify, I don't know if people know. I love the fact that when you when you drop like that, they will play the different images of your video. Yeah, behind the, the song. Yeah. yeah, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what you just gotta. We talk about it all the time with what we do. You yeah. know what I mean? No matter what you're doing, you gotta. When you drop, when you do something, do it correctly. Do it yeah. the right way. Mm-hmm. Do it the dope way. Because when somebody either stumbles up on it, when they when it catches their eye, when they be like, mm-hmm. damn, I like that. When they go to the shit that's available, it needs to be like, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like, see, a lot of people, and this is for you know low-level artists or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of artists don't know how to do a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it's a lot of people in this industry that will give you empty directions. They'll tell you what they did, but they ain't going to tell you how they did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, goodness gracious. So, I mean, we had to just... Um, learn on our own. Yeah. Read some books. Yep. Um, I'm going to give y'all a gem right now uh, for all the artists. Read David Passman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Donald Passman's um, Everything You Need to Know About the Music Business, the latest edition, because they upgraded every mm-hmm. so many years or whatever mm-hmm. with the current things mm-hmm. that's going on in the industry. Mm-hmm. And they have resources in there, websites and people to connect with and mm-hmm. um, how to move about things. Like It's like the music industry Bible. Mm-hmm. Like So look into that because it'll tell you a whole lot. Wow. And, and, we, and that's one thing that we all got to get better on um, just among ourselves. Um, right. It's the whole thing of sharing knowledge when you get it. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, that's one thing I will say about the three of us. Mm-hmm. We have shared knowledge yeah. with people uh, yeah. since we've been doing this podcast. And honestly, since the inception of this podcast mm-hmm. years ago, like mm-hmm. we've never been scared to link with somebody. And it's like, oh, y'all mm-hmm. doing this? How y'all do that? Yeah. Oh, well, this is how. You know, things yeah. like that. To be honest, I mean, I'm not saying this is why he's doing this podcast. That's not what I'm saying. But Bruce is kind of sitting here with us because he was like, hey, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And we were like, OK, yeah, we could use some help doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, then, and he's hit me up to say, hey, we're, how are y'all pushing y'all show out? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Same thing right. with our, our homie D. Merv down in Houston mm-hmm. when he got started. Like he right. literally on the humble hit us up. Just was like, hey. Y'all got multiple people on y'all show. How are y'all doing this? How are y'all recording? Right. I remember that. Yeah, we always mm-hmm. we always share stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I've learned from Dev since he's been here. I learned from Playboy different things. I mean, it's like, but people got to not be afraid to share it. Mm-hmm. We've partnered with podcasts here in the city where it's just like they yeah. come record and we'll mm-hmm. show things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just, it's it's we all trying to get to the same place. Yeah, you know, and so it's it's 
why are we withholding information thinking that's going to hold me back? No, I think yeah. that we're bomb enough that no matter what we're doing, I don't care what I give you. I still feel like I'm going to do that's, it that's, better. That's, yeah. And I was getting ready to say and that. And that may sound conceited but, or no, something but, like that. But, but everybody just, don't see that. Everybody mentalities and perspectives yeah, are so are. different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The only individuals that think a certain way as far as, you know, being in a certain lane is when you not. If you if you worry about what the next motherfucker doing, then yeah. you ain't doing your job being in your yeah. own lane. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's the problem. People get caught up in, in worrying about somebody else shit. Mm-hmm. No, if you focus on yours, you networking and doing what you do, mm-hmm. it ain't gonna matter. You still go, you ain't when you tight in your lane, can't nobody else get in your lane. Period. Mm-hmm. You doing you? You got blinders. And on. when you open up and you just be like, yeah. you, you know, like like you were saying, <laughs> Congo did your video. You know what I mean? You you don't know that Bruce is, is his brother. You know what I mean, Big Bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and so like everything is interconnected, man. If you just That's, be see, my favorite just, word, connectors. Yeah, you need connectors. Yeah, man. You got to. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, you, oh my God, I'm making it real hard for a motherfucker to go back to work, bro. I tell you, <laughs> I can get used to this shit 24 seven. But no, man. That's why I, I know, man. I know we're gonna go into some other stuff. And I know I said I didn't fuck with like Star Wars shit like that. But you know one kind of animated movie I did fuck with Avatar. And like Avatar had a lot of deep, like seated meanings when they would like connect those things together. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, like that's what when you interact with other people, that's literally what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You like, I should be able to download all of my knowledge into somebody and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's gonna be shared knowledge. It's gonna be new knowledge. It's gonna be things that make you feel more comfortable, or like whatever the case may be. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But you gotta connect with people, man. You gotta legitimately connect with them. But anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one last thing I'll ask you before we transition a little bit. What's in the future for you? What's in the cars? What's coming up? Oh, yeah. I have a summer anthem Mm, coming Mm -hmm. called Batty. It was produced by Esquire, um, Esquire Beats. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Esquire Music. My bad. DC? Yeah, my homie from DC, another Mm. connector. Um, But wait till that thing drop. I'm Mm. excited about that because it's a whole different vibe from switch up Mm -hmm. um but i'm getting i'm working on my solo project my first solo project i'm so excited about it um i'm also working with a producer in new york um by the name of shanghai um on a project that i'm doing with another dj in detroit so I, I mean, I got a couple things, you know, mm-hmm. moving around or whatnot. I got a collab with a young lady in Youngstown by Lena Moreau. I got another one coming up with Charity Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, I'm moving, I'm mm-hmm. moving around, and um, seeing that the world is starting to open back up. Mm-hmm. Right. Eventually, we'll be back on tour, and um, I have a few shows coming up. I have a show in Detroit, Wooster, Columbus, um, the fashion show here. So, yeah, I'm moving, but, yeah, be on the lookout for my first solo project um, called Playtime. It's coming. I don't have an exact date yet, but just know it's coming. Just know it's coming. You know yeah. what? I saw something on your website. Are, are you so? Are you still gonna do the playtime with play with us? Uh, playtime Playboy. play, play with Boy Toy Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I actually have. You gotta do playtime started, with Playboy. Look, I actually have started it um, for a second, but mm. everything it wasn't Not the right you. timing. Mm. So yeah, I had to take a step back because I like anything I put my name on. It gotta be done right. 
Right. So that's why I just had hey, to step back. Well, we we already all EC fam, but you know we now we connected a uh, creative fam. If you know whenever you want to do it, let us know. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I mean we got yeah. all the resources in the world. We got a whole other studio. You can studio over there studio on the other a. side. You can really? make it look like your hey, own don't set. Play. Yeah. Don't play. Yeah, don't <laughs> play. That that's a big part of us having the space up here. It yep. gives us creativity, flexibility. I I joked a few weeks back. I'm like. This space here, a studio. What is it? Studio B. Hey, hey, studio, same. Okay, studio whatever. A. I get confused. We got so many rooms up in this. Space. No, like, uh, so spacious. Yeah, but uh, but no. Uh, it's just like I say. This is like the fourth adaptation mm-hmm. of this space. But I think already. we all rock with this one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We gonna build. But we this also we had our last setup over there is probably ideal for people who are doing dolo. Pods. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and it's treated in that area. Ah, so you will, you know, whatever you want to do. Oh let yeah, us know. I want to see it afterwards. Let us know. Okay. Oh, we control the lights in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you really? want to do, you want to have a red and, light. No, because you know I have my other business called Beyond the Toy Box, and I actually do party decorations and setups and everything. Okay. So yeah, make okay. the whole thing look. Bet. Like right. crazy in there. Okay. Well, <laughs> well that's part of the reason why we did what we did anyway. Yeah. As far as when we got this space. We was like we we not only wanted for what we do, but we wanted for like we doing connected with other people and have a you know it's like a location central centralized mm-hmm. location for people to come do what mm-hmm. they do, man. And shout out to Dale for checking out the website. Yeah, yeah. You know Make sure y'all subscribe hey. to my email list. Yeah. You, <laughs> one up the, you up one up me. I mean, I'm gonna keep one. I'm, not, I'm I'm a sneaky checkout one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I won't yeah. say that. Yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 I'm like so in 1992. I saw your mom on your way to work the other day, and she uh, you like what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, so you one up me this time. All right. You know what? Even to the point that I um, I, we built, we just built our, uh, we just re, I just rebuilt our website, and I might rebuild it again because I cl- I saw who he literally yours, before, yeah yeah I was doing it before we started, mm-hmm. but I had to stop at five thirty. I might use the engine that you use. I don't know how who did it or whatever, but. I can't remember, but it was Bandoozle, some shit Bandzoogle. like that. Bandzoogle, yep. Mm-hmm. So ours would probably be powered by that. But it gives you your tonight. own engine name, so it don't say bandzoogle.playtime.boy, no. so it's like your own domain. Yeah, that's, like, what, so it's that's good. why. Exactly, yeah. see? Mm-hmm. Tonight. <laughs> so okay. it'll be a third adaptation of, of DMST.com, so, but we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work yeah. it out. Look, Bandzoogle, so. y'all owe me some money. Mm. <laughs> oh shit! For putting them on. Right. All right. So we were talking a second ago about you know uh, spread knowledge, things like that amongst ourselves, and it seems like black people have a bad a bad issue with that. Another thing, um, black people have a bad issue with this uh, accepting shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a very big week when it came to entertainment and TV. Um, and we'll start with the first part of it was the Biggie doc. Dropped mm-hmm. on Netflix. Oh, that was excellent. Dope. Yeah. Uh, How do y'all feel it. about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fucking good, man. That was so fucking good. Wasn't man. it? I learned more about Biggie, about his his peoples, his mm-hmm. friends. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who? My people was like, oh, they had Biggie Docs. I, uh, you didn't get to know. I had no idea Biggie was in the jazz. Yeah. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? I didn't know a lot yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, they said he didn't even listen too. to rap. He mm-hmm. said he listened to mostly uh, the country music. Yeah. He said he yeah. needed country music to fall asleep. Yeah. Like, I like this uh, documentary documentary because I feel like all the other ones, they didn't give us no personal Mm-mm. like insight. Mm-mm. And it always was just about the, the death. death. It was always like. about the killer. And I'm kind of glad they got it out the way at the beginning 
Cause it like took the anxiety away. Cause I always be like, when it's they always get building to the towards yeah. the, the, the last part right. of the year. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. fuck. But they got out the way at the beginning. Yeah. Like they started off with the funeral, and I'm like, okay, now we go. I'm guessing we gonna learn about Biggie. They went back mm-hmm. to Jamaica. I'm right. like, this is like this is what I've been waiting on. Yeah. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was good, man. Yeah. That was some good shit. And like I, my favorite scene was when the dude who lived a couple houses down from him. Was like going through the jazz. Oh yeah, repetition. his little buddy. It was. I'm like that. Yeah. I was because I always love Biggie because, and I, I'm sorry. I think Jay Z is a is a Jay Z. Jay Z. Put it this way, Biggie. <laughs> to me, Biggie is Jordan, right? But this is the thing. Jordan played for. If Jordan only played for like three years, but then Kobe came along, Kobe would be Jordan. You know what I'm saying? We just saw a whole career of Jordan. So Jordan's still Jordan. But like Jay-Z took what Biggie did and he just multiplied at times like Jay's the best. Jay's the best. But like yeah. that. But like that. Yeah. You know, fucking I'm over the bridge. That's how uh-huh. it is. This shit is laid out. Biggie Fuck that beef. Like that was Big- at that time, wasn't nobody rapping with that kind of like what's called syncopation, like bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. But it, that's drum style. Mm-hmm. That's like, I'm gonna open up Fruity Loops and build a beat style syncopation he was mm-hmm. rapping with. Right. And it made sense that he was a jazz fan. Like it all, mm-hmm. I can't, it was like crystallizing in front of me. I'm like, nigga, this makes sense. Like that was a good ass documentary. Yeah. Biggie had a way with words. Uh, like the the biggest compliment I, all, I always give Biggie, pers- at least for myself, is that I felt like he was the best storyteller oh, yeah. that ever, yeah. ever in rap. You can I mean, just talk I mean, about storytelling and music. And, yeah. and, and people, double pot, double and, park by a hydrant. And some people always like to do like the whole, the one song, I got a story to tell. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the way that Biggie could paint a picture mm-hmm. with words yeah. and you can close your eyes and you can be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I think yeah. I might have just went and robbed these niggas yeah. with Biggie. Right. Exactly. Who was this? You know what I'm See, Warning, that, Warning is my favorite timeless. Biggie song ever. That's yeah. timeless classic yeah. music. Because yeah. yeah. you can still go back and listen to that now and be yeah. like, man, this shit fire. Yeah. Even, you know what? I always, I have an affinity for artists who come out with perfect songs to start off. You know what I mean? Like, not not to start off. Biggie obviously had different shit, but like their first mainstream hit. Mm. Like, Wankster was damn near perfect. You mm. know what I mean? Juicy to me, just for me, in the moment, I'm like, I ain't never heard no shit like this. This, mm-hmm. is, this is fucking perfection. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thuggish Reggae's Bone was like that for me. Like, a lot of artists, right. when they hit, they come out the gate and they hit you right in the mouth with like so, that. So, and, think, and think about how um, how Ready to Die hits with the first track on Ready man, to Ready Die. Ready to Die is yeah. a monster, man. I so, mean, so let me ask you this real quick. Since you said it, you sparked it. Mm-hmm. Warning. What's your favorite Biggie song of all time? E- easy for me. Yeah, yeah mine is Warning. Y'all got to think. Give me the loop. Know. Give me the loop. I'm a bad, yeah. bad boy. That, give me the loop. <laughs> my favorite one ever. See, Hell, I, that's, that's, that's the first track on Ready to Die. I know. Yeah, that's how he starts. Motherfuckers better know. <laughs> that's what yeah. I said. So I don't know. So that, I, don't, uh, I don't know. My nigga empty the, the crib. I don't uh, know. My favorite song I'll is with him and Junior Mafia. I, I think it's Kim Verse that got me though. Oh, you like that? Okay. okay. Yeah. See, and, and the, close, the close second for me is um, going back to Cali. I will throw that into any fucking DJ set whenever, however. Yeah. I love the beat on going back to Cali. And it's probably because you a DJ, but you know, for me, right. I know it's heavy and it's too dark. It's mine. You probably about to say it. What? Suicidal Thoughts is a, is a masterpiece. Oh, that's a monster. It's, it's a, a masterpiece. Monster. It's a hell of a song. It's like, whoo, jeez. See, awesome. I think I like all his commercial songs. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what? I, <laughs> my favorite joint by Biggie, and because I think it's the reason why it is my favorite joint is because 
Biggie went through so much, and then he got to that level. He was just he, he was at peace with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and as far as his children and everything. Sky's the limit is my favorite yeah, Biggie. Sky's limit. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 that's my favorite. Joint. See, but Fucking I felt like United that was one of his commercial songs. Yeah, like, yeah it was. Like right, yeah. like he was like, okay, I'm good, and I'm, I made it. Like Fucking You Tonight is a cut too. It is. It is. It is. I will drop that into a set yeah, yeah. if I'm on like doing something different yeah, than I had a party. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm with you. I, I enjoyed the Biggie doc. Uh, I didn't think I would at first because I was reading pieces on like like reviews and there was you know people saying it was almost like a a puff piece like Man, like, like, like you wild. didn't learn anything about him. But it's like it's, it's like y'all said. That's because, wild. That's wild. That's it's, wild. It's like y'all said because because he had the people that was around him talking. I get it. The people that's closest to him really ain't gonna say nothing negative. Right. For the most part of it. I mean I get mm-hmm. it. Shit, his mama kept it real. Yeah, his mama kept yeah. it one hundred. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's but, up, Bruce? My bad. No, no, uh, no, no. She is. I mean, uh, speaking of what she just said, uh, Miss Wallace. She, she has spoke upon it, like how he told him, "Don't listen to it." She said, "Listen to it one time." I was a one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And then um, also um, with that, like even with the going back to how you know how um, big. I mean, excuse me, how uh, Puff or uh, now I would say Big sampled so much because he knew. Now he learned, or we learned. How much that he they spoke that upon the uh, that old school music mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. that he was doing that the jazz and this that mm-hmm. and the third so so now now it makes sense now now it makes sense all it makes sense all that stuff that's basically what I'm saying yeah, that, that's that's say, the wildest shit that's yeah. the wildest to, to right. say it's a puff piece and you ain't learned shit is asinine bro yeah <laughs> I learned so much about the the thought process behind Biggie right. Biggie makes sense to me now I know it sounds fucked up because he is past but again it allows me to like. Not close the book, but be like satisfied with the book, like, like more right. closure. Yeah, like because right, he was in sense. there talking too about how he felt about things and his thought process mm-hmm. on things. Yeah, right. like so. Yeah, yeah I think it provided more closure because them other movies, yeah. even the uh, biopic, yeah. it was like entertainment. Was, yeah. Like, yeah, eh. mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get to the one. Let's go. I know and, where you're going. Let's go. Let's do it. Fucking, you know where I'm going. Let's go. And so the other thing this week, obviously, <laughs> and, and, and for right. the culture. Hold on. Can I do the dance real quick? Oh, can I? <laughs> for, for the culture. Um, obviously, the other thing that, that's out there right now is the. Uh, <laughs> what is, is, um, y'all can't see Bruce right now. Is, is coming to America. The, 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 second, the second installment of it. See? And, see? Uh, and, 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 and that's. And that's oh, let's talk about and that's it. Where, uh, yeah, please. Let's talk and, about and it. And that's where. Um, I originally thought about the thing when we were talking about black people helping each other out and this and that. This has been a source of argument um, since Thursday night when when they kind of dropped a little early. I love black people, man. Uh, I love us, man. <laughs> you really I love do us. gotta love black when people. When we fuck with something, nigga, we fuck with it. Yeah. You hear and me? It, but why does everything got to be an argument? But anyway, all right. So all right. So let's let's start here. Obviously, this is what thirty. How many years later? Thirty-one years. Thirty-one years later. Yeah. Um, so this is the second adaptation of Coming to America. Um, I'll start with mine. I'll start with my review on it uh, because you know, as we every time we talked about it up mm-hmm. here, I said, "Man, you know what? I don't think it's gonna be good." Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they waited too long. But I think you have to find a way to um, separate two things as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you can't completely separate these two because it's a sequel. I know when you had posted your thing, you was like, oh, "I can separate two things." Yeah, you can, but it's still a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to, in some sense, compare it to the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But what I tried to do when I watched it on Friday but, night, okay. what okay. I tried to do on Friday night was was taking a sit it alone. Um, take this movie, sit it on the shelf, and just how do I like this movie? And at the end of the day, at the end of it all, I said, you know what? 
It ain't good. It ain't bad. To me, it was just okay. It wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't great. To me, it wasn't great by by any stretch of the imagination. But it really, it was a lot better than I thought. And and, and he could shift all he wants. Well, okay. You know what I'm saying? Over here, shifty ass nigga. Over here, his Debo flannel. You know what I'm saying? Shift all you want to, motherfucker. That's change. All I heard was. <sighs> yeah, but to me, like honestly, for me, for no, me, for me, it was it, it was better than what I, it was better than what I thought it was going to be going in. I enjoyed it. It was worth me seeing. I'll watch it again. Honestly, I'll watch it again. It what it really wasn't bad. If anybody went into it wanting to compare it to the first coming to America, you were already setting yourself up for failure yeah. because you can't. Right. We talk about CDs that drop. And the and one is so big that you can't even you can't follow it up. Mm-hmm. You wasn't going to be able to come to a second uh, coming to America thirty one years after the first one, yeah, yeah. and make it and make it and make you have that feeling. At least I wasn't because. But, but okay. to me, it was still. To me, it was a, it was solid. What's the stuff that was corny in it? Yes, but tell me one movie that comes out right now that ain't kind of corny in a sense, in some kind of. I think state. they I think they had to find a way to get the corniest part of the movie. They, that's, okay. that's not that's not giveaway parts. I know, come on now, we got them. Right. Not right. Give away parts, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Like, All right, so let's, so let's do this. So let's do this. So this, I think this is where my number one. If this, spoiler, uh, uh, for everybody gonna, listening, if, if spoilers alert. come, I, we apologize. We apologize. Because yeah. we try. Let's try. It's twenty twenty one. The bitch been out for three days. Nigga, what you been doing? Let's try. Right? Not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's try. All not. right. So I'm not gonna spoil it. What I'm saying is right. All right. The the part I hated about the first movie the most, or I didn't like about the first movie, I think it's, to me it's the greatest movie ever. But it has. A, it, I'll get to that in a second. But it was the dancing part at the beginning, like the beginning of the movie before the big wedding, before he she started going. Arf, arf, arf. Yeah. But when they was like and all the dancing and shit, I didn't necessarily like that. So mm-hmm. to me, on on this one, yeah, that was corny as fuck to bring out like all the people they brought out. But I didn't, I'm like, get this over with. I don't want to get to the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that was done that way to be extra, extra, because that part was always extra, extra. Now, the James Earl Jones situation uh, was the one of the corniest things I've ever seen. Ever. Worst scene. Bruh. That was one of the worst scenes worst ever. Worst scene. I was going to talk about worst scene. scene. History. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Bruce. Bruce a wild boy over there. <laughs> it was just, you good. It was one of the worst scenes. Next time you could just walk in yeah, front of this behind the camera. It was one of the worst scenes in cinematic history. Like who wrote this scene? I don't know. Like, I'm gonna die now. And I'm like, what? Right? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I give you that. I give you that. This this is what I'm saying about. So the first one to me is the greatest movie ever. Not just because of the movie. You were watching like 24-year-old Eddie Murphy in his prime. He's like the greatest comedic actor ever mm-hmm. born. You know what I mean? Like, you can't recreate. Like, you're not going to be able to just be like, hey, somebody else be Eddie Murphy. You were watching the Mona Lisa be drawn by, like, the greatest comedic actor ever. So, like, for me to expect that again, it's inc- like we had never seen that done by like a black actor the way Eddie Murphy did it at that point. You know what I mean? So I never even went into it with like coming to America coming to America one expectations. Now I don't even believe Eddie Murphy was the star of this movie. The star was the younger dude. Now, so, now this is where you get into controversy. Some people said they hated him. I thought that he did okay. 
I liked it. Okay. I liked his storyline. I feel like he was the star of it. More I actually than, felt like his storyline was so predictable. It was predictable. I as saw shit. it as soon I, as soon as I she started. As soon as she started helping him out, we I put saw it that it way. Coming. Yeah, it I, yeah, you saw it coming. You saw, but you saw it coming. But I don't think this. This is where I get into. This is where I get tricky with people. I don't believe we ever doubted he wanted Lisa in the first one. I don't think they ever tried to hide the fact that Eddie Murphy fell in love with Lisa the moment he saw her. The moment he saw her at the Black Women's Awareness for Queens rally, he fell in love with her on stage and put the big stack of money. Like, from the door, he was in love with her. So, like, I don't think they wrote... Like, they wrote this movie in the same vein as the first one. But I think we've seen so many... um, variations of that style movie with black love and blah, 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 blah. And it's gotten a little bit more intricate and like gotcha moments in the movie that we forgot how just in your face coming to America was coming to America was very Eddie Murphy's here. He's looking for a wife. He saw this light skin girl on stage. So, you know, for the next hour, he's going to try to get her to come back to Africa. You knew it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the same thing happened here. So whatever I get it. I get it. I get it. If people don't like it, I get why they don't like it. I okay. liked it for the reasons you probably didn't like. Yeah, it. I, I, we about to. Like I managed to get her take on yeah. this. <laughs> she, she like niggas. It's fuck like, you, like niggas. It's she like a pistol cocked and ready to go. Nigga. She, she over there, like. Did you, Miss <laughs> Toy? Did, did you happen to see it? Um, I watched it and I didn't like it because it was like, okay, coming to America one mm-hmm. was a rated R. Coming yeah, to America 2 was a PG-13. Yeah, I yeah. feel like, who, because I know you can't recreate yeah. greatness like yeah. that, but I felt like if you had the right, the right writers, you, you could have. Yeah. I just feel like they, um, I feel like the storyline was um, forced. I feel like, like y'all bringing it back like he got drugged and raped and had a bastard baby like I feel like the storyline <laughs> they, they did force it they did force it and then but it was no other way it was no other way to uh, you right you're right the storyline was forced because look I'm like the writers could have wrote in like he got three daughters they could have wrote in that he had a damn son mm-hmm. and his son wound up coming back to America if you was gonna make Jermaine yeah, Fowler the true. main character I mean there's other ways that they could have wrote yeah. that and I just hate the fact that um, the new coming to America wasn't as raunchy and um, just raw as the first one. Because I feel like it still could have been that. We talked but, to Sean about this. See, that's the easy. We told you. Look. Right. <laughs> 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 Sean, like, fuck y'all. I'm in agreement with it. <laughs> but no, but yeah, I feel like it was forced. I feel like um, they had a lot of um, black greatness in the movie. Mm-hmm. But even that, I feel like it was forced. I feel like they jammed everybody in there just so they could be like, they in the movie. This is mm-hmm. the black excellence film. Like, I don't feel like they thought too hard about it. And that James Earl. Oh that James God. Earl Jones scene was one of the worst scenes ever. That, it was one of the worst scenes ever. That made me be like, man, turn this shit off. <laughs> that was I a bad scene. I won't lie. It. When I was when, on that part that of the movie, I was scene. sitting here like, really? What but you mean? know what? I was checked out of that whole. This, okay, this is my only explanation for it. This is my only explanation for it, right? <laughs> I feel like that whole scene scenario is supposed to be over the top extra. So I don't maybe part of me you too. took it out. You took it as the creative part because I saw somebody yeah. post something today where they were saying 
people who are mad at the movie, and, and, and obviously you you didn't really like it, but you've created, but they said people that are mad at the movie have never created anything in their life. And I kind of felt what he was saying, where it's like sometimes you have to, I say it sometimes about our pod, like give us the space to throw Fuck something up. against the wall and see if it's going to work. Don't just be yeah, like, you know what? Yeah, but when, when it went into the um, director cutting, that should have been cut. They could have did that better. They could have. They, yeah, like they, they that was one of the worst things. Even on the ever. creative side, I'm just like y'all had them come out standing up upright in the casket. Mm-hmm. Like just the whole death scene just could have been better. I thought he was gonna die in the dead. I mean, in the bed. I'm yeah. like, he ain't here sounding like Mufasa. We're about to cry, y'all. <laughs> right. And it didn't happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I didn't necessarily come in thinking oh it's gonna be like the first one but i thought it was still gonna have that type of rawness to it instead mm. they like commercialized it was like a disney movie yeah, that's true ready to say go, that. go ahead play that's play. true it was like a disney movie yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, you know what or they should have named it something else y'all could have mm. still did y'all thing with the black excellence just name it something because it, it should have it should have been uh princess amunda that should have been the name of this movie because that, that was the right. whole purpose was to make him the princess yep. of Wanda. That yeah. should have mm-hmm. like this. This is the thing. I know this is gonna be a weird uh, comparison, but just let me get the like. It reminds me of Power, not in the just not in the killer sense. No, not in the killer mm-hmm. sense, but in the sense that like I kind of want to see now. I wish they would have just made it about um, Lavelle and like the daughters. You know what I'm saying and. The, the 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 his new that wife and and um what you call it who who's supposed to be his fixed wife what was her name what's her name the singer oh Tiana oh, Tiana, Tiana, Tiana oh by the way Tiana in that movie yeah she always killing it yeah she always I wanted to see more of that <laughs> I, I felt like that. they did good with that the whole lion style scene like it was. It was dope. I liked the. F- I don't know. I, I think it was a movie. It was a movie, man. It, it was, was Disney. Was, black people. Black people. Sometimes we and and I love it. I don't mind it. You know what I mean. But we just can make movies, man. It's just yeah. I like just, a movie. I, I, yeah, but they shouldn't have attached the coming to America name to it. Yeah, maybe. Princess Umanda would have worked, but you attached it to a classic, and then this what you delivered. That's why it's so disappointing. Hmm. I'll be honest. I um, I watched the movie twice. <clears throat> I watched it. Tw- I'm gonna tell you why. This nigga broke that. All I heard was a big ass shift. <laughs> <in his head. laughs> Sean, you got a death wish, nigga. <laughs> why would no. you do this to yourself? Hold on, I'm, gonna explain, I'm, explain, I'm gonna explain why. We care okay. about you, Playboy. <laughs> the first, the first time I watched it, um, I actually didn't finish it. I cut it off because. That's I felt like did. it was just, it wasn't good. That's what we uh, did. That's how, I felt, that's, that's how I felt at the first. I literally stopped and was like, man, I'm about to go make some disrespectful Negroes. I'm about to smash real quick. I'm going to sleep. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish watching it through. I couldn't watch it through because I felt like it wasn't that great. Then I watched it again. And and, and it seemed a little better. You know, it, it mm-hmm. seemed better, you know, whatever. I think the best part about the movie for me personally I just love the costumes. I think the costumes. I know. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like the barbershop scenes. I don't know, man. Oh yeah, they funny. I, I, I felt like it was it was a, it was a but good But see, movie. wait a minute. But that's the barbershop scene was like the classic. The um, coming to barbershop, we gonna say what the hell we want to say. Like, but that's what the whole movie I felt like was missing. The the rawness. Oh the, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. but, you, but you know what? I'm gonna keep it 100. You, you're right. Also, the movie was missing a 24 year old Eddie Murphy. 
Like Eddie Murphy just carried the first movie. But see, I, he I just carried it, yeah, bro. And, and, that, and that goes to what you said too, where where it's not. It should have been called, well, like you said, it should have been called. The Princess of Mona. Because it, it, it wasn't about Eddie anymore. But, dude, I mean, yeah, but dude's it's... not strong enough to be a 24-year-old Eddie Murphy, so they couldn't build it around him. I feel, I understand. I feel like the culture wanted it. Who did the casting? Yeah. Because it could have been that. Yeah. It could have been. It could have. It could have. It could have. I don't know why why Wesley Snipes is dancing like that. I don't know what the fuck was going on, to be honest with you. Amen. But it was a good movie. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know I know y'all, I mean, this is going back, but y'all seen Dolomite with Eddie yeah. Murphy. He was and, walking like he was in Dolomite. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying with them two working <laughs> together, they funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And the Dolomite movie let me know that they can still deliver that raunchy comedy yeah. because that yeah. shit was funny. Yeah. 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 Right. I was, you know what? I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. I, I, I'm probably, I'm probably too nostalgic surrounding it to to give an honest opinion. I was probably smiling from the beginning of the movie to the end, not necessarily laughing. I just love coming to America so much. Yeah. I, believe, I believe that's the case. And then I'm looking at the opposite in the feed because Jerry says she didn't like the original. Of course and, she did. And, 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 and she is. She is. She said that she. She. You obviously are in the minority. I really haven't. That's Jerry the first person don't like Kool Aid. That's the first yeah, person. Don't like a lot of shit. <laughs> that's the first person. My first say that they don't <laughs> like. They didn't like the original. Now yeah. Uh, yeah, but but um but but I know how how much you are looking forward to. I think for you that like I, I felt like no matter what, Dev was gonna come with a good review of this movie no matter what. <laughs> and I really tried my best to be like, okay, again. Sit this on the shelf and let's look at this movie as is. But I didn't. I looked at it as an iteration of I liked how they and maybe people didn't like it. And I get it. I don't not understand why people I understand why people didn't like the movie. Yeah, I get it. I like the things people didn't like. Like, I like the fact Mm. I wanted to find out how the fuck he got a kid. You're like, how the yeah. fuck do you have a kid? disappointed oh, with that. Women, women now, yeah. I will say, shout out to whoever did the edits and it played it back yeah. and put her in the scene. That was dope, stuff. man. That was dope as hell. I will but, say that. But I get people saying the concept is fucked up. I just think, I just, one thing I liked about the original was the, like, over-the-topness of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, who stands up in the middle of the game in the face? Like, right. it was funny, but, like, it was so extra. Like everything yeah. was it extra. Was. It's like, just an oh extra movie. Oh my god! Right. I cannot believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes in the first one. You did it with a young, you did it with a young, on fire Eddie Murphy. You can't, man. You ain't gonna be able you, to you recreate you, you that, man. And it's like I saw a lot of people say too. Like the first one was lightning in the bottle. Yeah, man. It's almost like. And, 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 and I think I think we need to get off of this as black people. Like we keep wanting stuff. Like I saw somebody post saying that they. People have been asking for the sequel and asking for it and asking for it and asking for it. Then you get it. And now and all we're like, doing is picking it apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like it's like the same thing right now. Even though we've already had two of them, people are still asking for like the next Friday movie and something like that or whatever. Three of them. Uh, no, we've had two sequels. Oh, two sequels. Yeah, that's what yeah. But, yeah, that's so, yeah, yeah, but people yeah. are still asking for the next one. And when is the next one coming back? And then Smokey going to be in it. Like, <laughs> and if then they go pull it apart. It's they gonna... not going to ever create the first Friday right, movie right. that came out in 1995. Yeah. Yeah, and black right, people right. take it. Black, I love black people. I love us. And we, we, it's who we are. And it is dope. But yeah, you're right. We're not going to ever. Because like, it's three Godfathers. Mm. It's three Back to the Futures. The third one is probably Trash Box. Like the, the, the last I still like all, the third one. But, but, but some people don't. Hold on now. Uh, 
Sorry, excuse me. The third one. The third Back to the Future. You can't be talking about my Back to the Future, nigga. The third one. Hold the hell up. The third one. What about the country western one? You are, nigga. You ain't talking about my Back to the Future. What about the country western one? That's that's why they went go back. Yeah. 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 I am a dude. You you understand how I feel about Back to the Future, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah. Movies tend to go down the further they go along in the series. It's like, look, Bad Boy. Dropped the first one, what, 94, 95? We didn't get the second one until 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. Then the third one came out, what, last year? I didn't yeah. know it was good, though. But the third one is considerably worse than to but me. That's really? yeah. But that's because so it's dramatic. But to that's me, that, oh, Martin, yeah, that. Yeah, but that's <laughs> me because that movie is what it needs to be at this time. It's, mm-hmm. it's them in this place of life. And I kind of felt like, Coming to America, the second one tried to do the same thing. It's them at this point in time in their life, right. as you're saying. It's not the mm-hmm. 24, mm-hmm. Uh, 24 year old right. Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. something like that. But I just think they missed on a lot of things. But overall, I just I I don't feel I, I'm going to watch it again. Right, I already yeah. know. I you know what's crazy? I feel about this movie the way, same way I feel about Bone Thugs and Harmony. Maybe it's just the fact that I fuck with them when 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 they first came out. Cause I get it. People but be like Bone. Bone, Bone mm-hmm. hasn't changed with the time. Yeah, yeah. They, even they, they be wearing like a Nietzsche and shit. <laughs> well, man, I want to go back to Friday real quick because I feel like with the Friday franchise, though, mm-hmm. one thing that I like that Ice Cube did with all his movies, he didn't make the last Friday like, like the, the last yeah, Friday. Like the it one, wasn't right. a continuation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He separated his movies because he wrote he wrote them with no. They were just period pieces. They were about a Friday. He never, he never yeah. expected mm-hmm. that he was gonna write the first Friday and then okay, I'm gonna have two, three other ones or mm-hmm. whatever. It was just, it just had. So to all right, we got a new Friday. So what happened this Friday? Right. So mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. I feel like if he was to come out with another Friday, it's not gonna be as it's bad of yeah. a miss yeah. as the coming to America. And one did he yep. want the only, the only inclusion he did with his Fridays was Debo looking for him in the second one. That's, yeah. that's the closest yeah. relation to it. And then he had a whole another villain whole by the third thing. one. Yeah. 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 So that's what I'm like. It's that separation. I think it'll be all right. And, and also, and and with all due respect for the people that was in it, none of them were as big of a star as Eddie Murphy. It's and at just, the time, they probably mm-hmm. wasn't as big of a star as Eddie, as Arsenio Hall was. Yeah, time. yeah. Like that was that was at the time. I don't think niggas forget. Yeah, that was that was Arsenio that was, was pretty kind of a big Arsenio deal back late then. night. Like but, that was right. But even if you take away the 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 fame of those actors, y'all don't still think it's just a great movie period. It was still a great I don't great think movie. other people would have delivered the way, you, the way Eddie Murphy's face was when he was mopping with the mop still in the bucket. It's fucking <laughs> genius acting. He, he got like that, yeah, you see yeah, what I'm doing? Right? <laughs> nigga walked up and take the mop out the bucket. It's just the way he executed was yeah, fucking, the, the way he kept yeah. mopping past her office. Mm-hmm. Back and forth before he went in there. I don't know. Think of trash. Yeah, think of trash. He was just. He just executed that. Um, and Eddie Murphy style. I don't know. I, I feel y'all. I get why people don't like the movie. The same way I get why people don't rock with Bone Thugs. The same way I do. Right. Because secretly I be like, damn Bone. <laughs> the same way I was like, come on, James Earl. Y'all couldn't yeah. have better. Y'all couldn't do something better for that. Yeah. Y'all, y'all couldn't have gave us something. Damn, better. wish. What the fuck was that last verse, man? How how you feel about that, bros? Interested to get your your favorite. Uh, no, um, <coughs> yeah, hey, you watch the movie? Me and the wish. No, I watched it last night. Oh, okay. I, I already know we was gonna, I already I knew it was gonna be the topic topic of conversation. But anyway, um mm-hmm. no, no, I mean honestly, I'm 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 with y'all. Everything y'all said that was 
everything y'all said, you know what I'm saying, from 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 the young lady um all the way through and through. Um but I would just say that I thought it was dope. Like I I, I laughed. It was only like four minutes I didn't laugh, but I always had like a chuckle or a smile on my face, as you said, I had, I had like a like a smile on my face. But um I, I just think I, I like to weigh because like how they how they presented it, I think, is one because you know the culture, all this crap now that you can't do too much. And you can't be as raw as one would want to be because, like that, that, that coming to America was in the eighties. You heard me? Yeah, like, that was in the eighties. Yeah, that, right. that was like Eddie Eddie Murphy raw. You know what I'm saying? Like he was eighteen right. when Eddie Murphy yeah, he was, was on you know fire. Saying? But it was, and he, and he was hot and on fire, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they used to come on ABC back in the day when I was a young. You know, I'm 37, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like they used to be like that. So, I mean, like so, I think that's one of the things where he did that. But he 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 kind of transitioned into the. The, the nowadays or whatever like you know um, Tesla or yeah. this, all the little 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 tidbits that he said about as far as that, but um, overall man I, I just think that uh, he just had to go with the times and then and then at the, he, at the same time he put so many individuals just to I don't they took a pay cut or whatever you know what I'm saying like but they he, he put so many people in the movie in, in, mm-hmm. in that little movie for an Amazon Prime type deal and stuff like that so I me I'm looking at the bigger picture that he just put. Individuals on and also just it just being like I, honestly I, I I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool and guess what yeah. with oh, that you know what? And, and with that hold on hold on I'm I'm, I'm this is my last sentence and, and, and even, even with that being oh I apologize sir <laughs> <laughs> no but even with that being said like yo you was able to watch this movie and didn't have to watch to an extent coming to America the original if, yeah. if, if some of these if some of these young jokers ain't watching mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. That's all I got. Sorry. So two things, two things real quick. You're right. This movie to me was the corny. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Like, it was just cool to see. Like, oh, that's all oh, that's cool to see. That's dope. That I think that's what it was. One, it was cool to see. Two, if they would have did this movie seven to ten years ago with Kevin Hart, it mm. would have been the shit. They were missing. The on fire comedic Media. actor yes. to be the lead. He was he was the Kevin Hart. Lavelle should have been. He was the Kevin Hart. Twenty twelve. I, I saw it the whole time. It would have yes. been a, it would have been go. a hit. This there same almost the same movie minus James Earl Jones shit because Kevin would have did <laughs> look Kevin shit like, right, uh, like right. he, he would have did Kevin shit and then it would have made it because Eddie did Eddie shit a like thousand he needed, percent. Dude was just the actor. Dude was just acting right. in a Netflix. He won a, com- a comedian. Love 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 comedy movie. Yo, like he yeah. was just the actor. I saw I saw as. I'm watching this, what you're saying right now, and mm-hmm. I no shit, no shit. I saw Kevin Hart in that character. Yeah, like that, that, that character, character, I was like, I was like, yo, that should have been Kevin. That would have been 30. him. You know what I'm saying if, if he mm-hmm. wasn't kind of a uh, comedic guy right now. Yeah. You know what I mean, rock star right now. Yeah. It's, like, it's a lot of people that said that. I seen he could have been. I, I, well, I didn't see. I I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, if if this was early to uh, early 2010s, and that was Kevin Hart, this shit would have been. It would have been, it, it, it could have fucked around and been bigger than the first one because Kev was that on fire. Mm-hmm. But that's what, but that I don't think niggas realized like at that point Eddie Murphy was like Kevin Hart mixed with like Drake. Like he was that nigga. Like he was that <laughs> nigga. He had a number one album and he had the, like he was that nigga, man. Right. And he came out with that movie. It was just like, oh, okay. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was in his bag. So, but whatever, man. Shout out no. to him. Hopefully, whatever, whatever. Hopefully, hopefully y'all are watching and y'all form your own opinions. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, you know we wasn't about to hit this episode yeah. and not talk about it. So, 
Let's get to a couple. We got a couple little things. If you don't mind, you don't mind. Right. Hey, I'm here. I saw this, and I, I I I know you're gonna more so intro it, Dev, but mm-hmm. I did I did see it this week, and I thought it was I thought it was funny as fucking. Then when we were having a conversation pre-show, mm-hmm. I th- I thought it was hilarious too. <laughs> just seeing those small things to become. I'm interested to see if she got something. Yeah. Too. So we saw this shit. Not that. Not that. <laughs> the, the, nah. The the actual. Yeah. This one. The actual screen. The one that's Nobody. Yeah. That. So, Nobody. Not. Wait a second. <laughs> I've like, seen this. I yeah, saw this. Hit the mute on it for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can, uh, I mean, you, you, can, you can unmute it once we go, once you start going. Um, but so I saw this shit about uh, earlier this week. And it's about, I thought, this is the, one of the first times in life. I swear I thought I was the only one, man. Because, like, me we, we <laughs> over in our little nook area, we got, like, the plate stacked up and shit. And I never get the plate from the top all right and i started Ever. reading the fucking the, the the comments so this video is about black people we don't get the plate from the top plate on the paper plates we don't the only problem they fucked up on this hit play hit play yeah, real you, quick you got to, you got let's to, keep going to give it a touch of all there you go yeah go ahead go ahead hit play yeah on here so we can show the people real quick the, i got one Nobody, problem with the second 97.8%. part 97.8 yep I do too. So I seen this. I feel that. I, yeah. That's a million. This is the problem. He let the cup Come hit the counter, right. nigga. Right. You defeated the whole purpose. Hit pause. Hit pause. The whole so is black people don't get the top plate. You don't get the bottom cup huh. on the counter. You can't right. even get the top cup on top. Right. You got to get one from well, the middle. The middle, yeah. The one that killed me was when my nigga hit ad 30 seconds six times on this shit three let minutes. Play, play, I do that shit all the time. I don't ever hit the time, nigga. You got to hit <laughs> <laughs> You got to hit ad 30 seconds a bunch of times, nigga, for your shit. And then everybody got the trash, everybody got, everybody, everybody Under got the, the bottom. But like, all right, hip balls, bro. So, so like one of the things, man, we was talking about. It's a lot of little shit. Like, like I don't get the top lid at like McDonald's or something. You know yeah. how they got, I never do that. I gotta Ever. get, the, I gotta get, I gotta get like two when they pop out. I can't do. It's a bunch of little shit like that that mm-hmm. I don't do, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I agree with everything. I. Everything they did in that video, the place I never get one from the top. <laughs> I never, I, I, I'm always in the middle of everything. Uh, like you said with the McDonald's thing, if I'm at mm-hmm. any restaurant, no. I'm never taking the top lid. I'm going to the middle and grabbing one. Uh, that means the middle lids is the dirtiest ones because all you niggas that had your grubby <laughs> ass hands on the middle lids. Even with, um, <laughs> even with the like forks, you know, sometimes you hit the little thing and, and they slide. Yeah, you gotta hit it twice. I gotta like, hit it two, three right? times before I take a fork or spoon or something out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking the first it's one that really, slide out that joint. Yeah, uh-uh. and then so we kind or of or the straw like this. I, I I used to hate before COVID. Shout out to COVID. COVID did some good shout shit. Out shout out to COVID. To COVID. What COVID no, COVID, COVID did two things. Shout out to the Vietnam yeah, War. Shout out to the right. Vietnam War. COVID <laughs> made Giant Eagle get off this fucking no plastic bag bullshit. Remember that? For about oh, six back. months. It's coming back. But it's been gone for a year. Fuck y'all. I'm, I'm trying to make me. Back. I don't be remembering to bring bags. I had to spend an extra four dollars right. every fucking Fuck time. time. I this is one of those things, though, that I, I think sometimes, and you can hate me for it. I just think sometimes people make a bigger ass deal out of shit than it really has to be. But you a nigga that will remember <laughs> to bring your bag. I no, I no, no, I no. I forgot them shits. Lot. I forgot them shits. But then I would kick myself in the ass for forgetting the bag instead of sitting there being like, you know what? Fuck all the giant eagle. You know what I'm saying? I just, Fuck all and, the giant but, eagle. 
But I, I, at some point, I did realize to just put a bag in a goddamn I trunk never of my did. car. But so, then COVID so that hit, I remember. So fuck y'all. Yeah, but, but I, I am glad it came back. That, that I will agree with, yeah. though. But. And then fucking uh, Wingstop used to make you get your fucking straws raw. They used oh, no really? condom on the straw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out the little push down. Yo, you, so I would have to... Like push down to catch, see the speed, throw that one away, right? And then like put my hand up under, push down and catch my motherfucking <laughs> straw. Why are you giving me raw straws, my nigga? Raw but um, uh, <laughs> shit, little shit like that, be fucking me up, man. But this uh, is one of the greatest videos I ever seen. People was talking about it. Do be the dust, the room dust on the top plate will yeah. fuck your whole meal up, man. So uh so so before the show we kinda kinda started talking about what's kind of quirks that we have outside yeah. of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is like me and you shared a, what one of them where it's just like I count letters. Me too. I do like, the same I thing. I already know it's eleven letters in the DMST studio <laughs> that's on the hall. Like I already know that. Yeah. And I think it's like fourteen or something over here. Yeah. Sure is. Seven, five, 15. 12. Oh no. 15. 15? Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I do that all the time, but I do that because I'm a weirdo that Me loves um, even numbers. So, like, if something doesn't wind up having even numbers, I just don't look at it right. Like, y'all can write y'all name on that's the paper. My, man. I, I, I figure out what we wrote. That's what I didn't know that. Like, and, and I would count the letters in that shit and be like, you know what? This nigga got he, He's an odd nigga. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know what? I, I real can't. quick, Bruce, real quick, real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm an even number person. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Not only do I count the letters right, I count them on street signs. I oh, count, I, I, I apply the number value to the letter. I ain't, I ain't going that far. So B is two, like R is, is 18, yeah. A is one, I is nine, N 14, S 19. You see what I'm saying? That mm. The letter it is in the alphabet yeah. is what, so I'm not bullshitting with you. You know, it's 26 letters in the alphabet, obviously. There are mm. certain words that matter in this world that equal 26. I know this just sounds crazy or it equals 52 or it equals 39, which is, you know, the full alphabet plus the half the alphabet. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm always adding up different shit. And I'm trying to like, like make it all be the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's crazy or, you know, we do the RSS feed for the DMST podcast. This is now I'm about to freak niggas out. This is some weird shit. <laughs> but the reason why I feel like our podcast is growing is because DMST can be broken down to RSS. I know that don't make no fucking sense. It don't. It but don't. it makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? If I take one away from the T, it makes that an S. And if I add it to the D and the M, that makes that 18, which makes it an R. And I know that sounds so what crazy. What does those initials stand for? Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts. Uh, name our podcast. No, no. I know what DMST, but you said translate into RSS else. feed is what you use we, to push out your podcast to, to all, all different, different platforms. platforms. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So we so, got one that pretty much pushes it out to every single one. Only one that's separate is our Spotify one. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I'm saying all that to say, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So, do we all have any quirks that's kind I'm of pretty weird simple. like that? I told y'all earlier, I do everything simple. in threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, because um, I'm the, like I said before, because I'm the third. So, if I'm grabbing a cup, I'm going to the third cup. If I grab a plate, I'm going to the third plate. If I go inside the store and grab a pop, I'm going to the third pop. Candy bars. As <laughs> soon as I open, <laughs> hey, soon as I open some cookies, you go to the third. I can have Oreos. I grab the first, the third Oreo first. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just high. Yeah, that's OCD. That's OCD, Playboy, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's just you know, 
Jerry called you Rain Man. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talking about me yeah. yeah, she called you Rain oh, Man. Fuck, man. Yeah. But I just mean. But I mean, I don't know. It, but you would say I count stairs. Yeah, me too. I, I, I used to know how many. I, I think in my parents' house there's twelve stairs. Man, it's so stairs. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with us? Yeah, I, I, I just I know it. Yeah, now, I pay attention to reoccurring numbers because mm-hmm. I'm real into like angel numbers and things like that. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'm not counting the letters. Now, for <laughs> now, I'll be in line at a restaurant and be counting the numbers mm-hmm. on the menu. I'm the same, I mean, the I'm the same the way. As far as that, since last year, I've been saying how long I've been saying this. Mm-hmm. I have been seeing. Four, four, four for the last like year and a half. It's not coming out yet. Shut up. <laughs> I've been playing that I'm number for a year. Relax. But it, but it means you have an angel watching over you. Have, you you're right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Relax. But I've been playing that number for the long, but I've been, I swear to God, I've been seeing it every day. I see it every day, all the time. Of course, same time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even if it's just little stuff. Like I just go on Facebook and see something and it'd be four, four, four. Mm-hmm. Or I look at the clock. I don't know if it's subconsciously or whatever mm-hmm. on my phone. Four, 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 four. Yeah, them reoccurring numbers, they yeah. all mean something. Like 1111, <clears throat> the 444, the 777, 333. Mm. Like yeah. they all have different meanings and angel numbers and astrology, though. Hmm. But yeah, that that's about the only thing. I do like little weird stuff, like got to feel like my fingers and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah. like, mm-hmm. I guess that's like OCD ish too. But. I gotta Whatever. start eating on the left side of my mouth. Oh yeah, yeah I've been saying you're doing it now, and I'm like, I need to yeah. calm down for people think I'm like on something. <laughs> but yeah, I bite my jaws like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's a bad habit. I mm-hmm. hate it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if I'm eating, I bite and then left. I go left first, then right. Uh, somewhere yeah, I mainly chew on the left side of my. That's weird. I, I never thought about it till recently. <laughs> it's, it, it's some weird shit, man. <laughs> this just fucked me up because I thought I was the only nigga who was yeah, like, I'm not I touching that too. top plate, bro. And I'm like, it's crazy because the plates can be flipped upside down, and I still won't take the top, top plate. plate. No, Hell no! no, 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 no I'm, I'm, always, I'm always going to the middle. Dust got in the top. The but top you know plate. what though? Sometimes <laughs> if, it, if it's you know the, the the bottom is right up, you know upside, you know whatever. Sometimes because of who I am, I will take the top plate because I don't want to touch nobody else's plate and you have them coming after me. You a nasty nigga. It's you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm a, <laughs> well, well I, I wash my hands nasty before nigga. I get into stuff like that. So I, look, yeah. even if I touch it, I know people are gonna be mad. But right. look, I'm I'm a hand washer, so I'm, well, I mean, I'm a. Shout out to coronavirus. It made a lot of you niggas start to be well, more yeah, clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corona did do some. I mean, listen, we we all born to die. So I mean, I'm, it's sad that people did pass, but it really is. You know what I'm saying? But it did help people with like their cleanliness. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was you about to say, Bruce? What you what you do? What you do, man? Well, the, the only one I got, I don't I don't know if it's a bad thing. Well, actually, I think it's a great thing. But um, my little quirk or whatever y'all want to call it, um, like any restaurant or anywhere I'm at, <clears throat> like for instance, we're right here in the studio, so I'm I'm based up where I'm at to the far left. So my vantage point is to the right into both doors, even though the door is locked or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anywhere I go. And then y'all, 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 y'all fathers or whatever y'all know. Mm-hmm. So, like, so even when I go to a restaurant, whatever, with my wife, you know, what I'm saying like, yo, my back always to, or I know all exits, and mm-hmm. but my my, my, my face is straight to the second. Oh, you check for those. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the, my, my face is to the exit, so I know what's going on. So that as a court to where I know that I know everything popping. So if something was to pop off, hey. God forbid it's not. But that, 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 that's, that's how I do. That's, that's mm-hmm. solid anywhere mm-hmm. I go. I know all exits. I don't care if it's a club a bar, a restaurant, 
here mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I, I know what's going yeah, that's on. That's not weird. I know what the Roscoe is. No, that's that, that's yeah, a black that people related thing. to that's a black people too. from the hood. My thing. dad, <laughs> my dad uh, was a marine, and I remember right. you know before my father passed, the last place that him and my mom was was you know in an apartment, and the first thing he did was look at where all the exes was. They had a balcony. He said, well, you know, my mother named Cynthia. He was like, well, Cynthia, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, conjure up, you know, some some rope or something in case something happened inside this apartment. We're going to exit right here over this balcony if we can't mm-hmm. get out the doors. Mm-hmm. Every t- everywhere we was at, he had to be against a wall. He had to see where the exits and everything were. I think that's a that's military exactly thing, too. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like Back the, against uh, the wall, though. Yeah. It's almost like the one guy that did our show. The, um, the one white guy that's done our show, he was military too, right? But then he had those quirks too where when he came over and I stood mad at y'all that was a for, weird for leaving me, for, for being show. so late that day. And I had to that try to this, oh my this, this guy for 20 plus minutes in my place. Not you, Steve guy. Not you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> right. this guy. Shout out to Steve guy. <laughs> this guy. The first white guy that was on the show. But, uh, but, but, no, but it's like he came in and he just... He was already looking over the banister. He came back in like, you know, if you had to jump, you can make it. I'm like, nigga, I am on the seventh floor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can make the, you can jump into the tree. No, I cannot. Do I, do I look? Do I look like Spider Man? <laughs> and then, like, even Paco had told me before he got there, it's like, yo, if he wants some water. You can't give him a glass because I didn't have bottled water. I, I keep the. You the can't thing. give him a glass. I, why? why? I got it because he don't trust it. He think you're doing something to him. So you know, um, I, I got the Brita filter in my fridge. You know, the container and stuff like this. I don't. Right. I'll keep bottled water for when I go, like leave out. But it's fancy, man. And he needed water, and it's just like <laughs> it, it, I, I didn't want to give him water and stuff. Like it was such a weird experience. But he was. I think he was the military background too, where mm-hmm. it made him just yeah. kind of be mm-hmm. a little different with it. Mm-hmm. The shit, real man. Like it, it, ain't, it ain't about trying to be like all oh, fakey, with you know, or trying to be on some bull stuff. Like some some. Yeah, you know I mean, like no, no bull no, job, man. Some some of that stuff, man. You, you got to be ready, or you just got to always be ready, man. Like mm-hmm. it don't matter what it is. So, but that that as that like keep like with that military thing, it, it's a real thing. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know some of y'all gentlemen. I know some of y'all gentlemen have fathers or whatever, and you know, or family, or all y'all have family or whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. So let's real quick let's transition. Close real. out on this one. Um. So this week, well, it might have been two weeks ago. I don't think I uh, brought it up last week, but um. Uh, this crazy ass video been going around online where they have developed this software where they have like um, where they have uh, taken pictures of people from back in the day. Our ancestors. Our ancestors. <laughs> and they have um, like animated them. You know what I mean? It made their eyes and nose and mouth and everything moves. So hit it real quick, Bruce. It's up for them to see. Yeah. Let's see what we got here, man. So this is Frederick Douglass in the first one. That shit is weird as hell. Mm-hmm. So they they got like Frederick Douglass on it. They got um, that's, that's older. Frederick Douglass right that's uh, both of them. It's both early, of them are. It's, it's younger and older. Right. And then they got W. B. Du Bois on here. And then W. E. B. looked like he'd have been a little like like he knew everything, which he probably did. Yeah. But Ida B. Wells is on here. Listen, Ida. <laughs> I'd follow Ida on the ground. Hit pause real quick. Hit pause. Hit pause on Ida. You know what I'm saying? Ida was all right. You know, for like, let's do some research on Ida B. Where, 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 where Ida B from? You know what I'm saying? But no, these is dope, man. Like, it, it's just, it, some people think they look creepy. I think it's dope to see them. Like, it brings them to life. Like, the depth of feel. You know what I'm saying? Hit play real quick. Because we got to get to this last one, man. Because, listen, let me tell you something. 
Oh Lord! Let me tell you, hit pause. Don't do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, don't do this. The thoughts expressed by the real Big Dev are not the thoughts of the DMSG as a podcast organization and whatever else. These are the thoughts of DM. These are the thoughts of Big Dev alone. I'm talking boy toy. Then listen, I said it before the pod. If you saw her walking down the street, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> I think it's a runaway slave. <laughs> I, just, I think it's a runaway slave. I feel so bad for laughing because oh, I'm a, it's I'm true. It's it true. You know, my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean it is. Why y'all? Have, why they have to? I mean, why they have to do her did. like that? And she had a hard life. Who? She was running from fucking Mississippi to, to East 79 for her whole life. Who? That's a runaway slave right there, baby. <laughs> Fine, Wait a minute! Do, do they have a her other one on here too? With the she had sun over her I head. I hope a not. Wife. No, it was one that even was scarier than this. Listen, if they took that rap off, you hear me? But uh, now this is disrespectful. Look, I, I I always. <laughs> In all fairness, growing up, we always did hear that, that Harriet Tubman was a tough woman. And obviously, and obviously she had to be. Oh, uh, 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 That is a three, four outside linebacker. You hear me? Uh, yes, your body. Leading the NFC in sacks and tackles. <laughs> they play for the Ravens. You know all the Ravens. You, right. you ever see all the Ravens the, the players with their with their helmet off? Ancestors is all coming the, back. Was, if she was on the bench next to Lamar Jackson, you'll be like, okay, what's the score? You. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not participating in this. You ain't. Nope. I nope. feel so bad for like I'm not laughing. Nope. No I'm not participating. I'm done. Nope. My bad. Hey, she wanna listen, we love Harriet Tubman, man, but she gotta get these jokes too, man. <laughs> nope. You know what I'm saying? No. She the mother of no. our struggle, but yeah. mom, let me <laughs> Shout out to Harriet Tubman though, man. My man, that's fucked play, up. Play the other ones. Play the other ones. Play the other ones. <laughs> Cause you know what fuck me? Should have made her first. I'm watching <laughs> other I'm watching others like, oh, that's dope. Oh, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I got scared. I was in the car. I pulled over. Oh, God. I forgot you watch TV as you drive. Yeah. I'm like, I oh, shit. Oh, dog, man. Oh, that <laughs> is the last one. It was another one I had seen. Fuck. Look. I think, I, think this, <laughs> I think this is great, though. I feel like. I feel well, like it um gives some life to our ancestors yeah, that dope, fought so dope. hard for us. And I feel like in this day and age, it's like the spirit of our ancestors is coming back to say it's time for y'all to fuck some shit up. Stop letting these people run over y'all. That's what them was revolutionary. <laughs> they, said they, said, they said she would have made me the decoy for the hounds and let them eat my motherfucker. Okay. Oh, You're probably God. right. You're probably y'all better right. let Harriet tell Harry me gonna left me. they going to haunt y'all tonight. She would have left me. Not me. I, I didn't like, like, not me. She would have left me on the plantation. Oh. This nigga said <laughs> she be sitting next to Lamar Jackson and talking about what's the score? <laughs> y'all ain't right. You wouldn't even question it. On the screen, you would be like, oh, shit. Ah, the Ravens on. Like, so you wouldn't wrong. even question it. That's why I put my mic away. This is so All right, wrong. I'm done, man. Oh, man. She Not had a hard it. life. It looked like y'all know that she ain't have canceled. no eyebrows. <laughs> y'all know that she ain't have no eyebrows. We are getting canceled. <laughs> I'm 
done. All right, man. Maybe the slave owners did that to her. All right. You know what? Let me stop. You know what? All right, yo, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm, 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 I'm not touching this one with, with nope, 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 and nope. nope. <laughs> like oh, we did, man. Bruce, when we wrap it up, we're going to go with that switch up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey. For the people, man. Heard. Hey, right, y'all, so, uh, and make sure y'all get at me on my website, My bad. No, we I, I, we what? about to let her give her give her stuff. Um, yeah, we we cool. Oh, we uh, still yeah, on? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, make sure y'all get at me at my website. That's www.playtimewithboytoy.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at Latoy underscore Boytoy. That's L A T O Y underscore B O I T O Y. Um, check out all my music, all on anything you listen to music on. Check me out. New music always coming. Video dropping March nineteenth. I'm out here. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, shout out to the DMST Boys Drug Mind Supper Dog Podcast. Thank, Thank you. y'all for having me. Thank you. you know, yeah, man. definitely check out her music. you the one that was previous to that one, I think it's called Cruise Control. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that one was dope too. I, I can't think of the sample that was on that one that I, I can't oh, oh. It was, um, guess it, guess it, guess it. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of what's uh, I'm about to pull up soon to be done with this one. Y'all want me to tell y'all? Go ahead. It's Daz effects. Damn, yeah. yes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was in my head. Like, uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. that was another dope one, too. So everybody check out the music. As you said, on all platforms where you can find the music. Oh, so. shit. All right. Um, um, Bruce, go ahead and um, tell the people goodbye. Give them all your shits. Yo, um, yo, I'm at, I'm at Bruiser ENT. That's B R U. What is Z E R E N T eleven? Um, hey, let's go ahead with that. Bruiser podcast coming soon, season three. Um, with that being said, and also, just I, I love checking in with these DS, DMST boys and the young lady that's came, and um, since she collab with my brother, hey, fourteen Congo. And we good to go. And um, I, I love I love the uh, this session again. And that's all I got. <laughs> all right, Playboy, give him all your shits. All right, man. <sighs> At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ. Playboy D A D J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James three. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And you can find me on all DMSC boy platforms. Man, shout out to uh, Cleveland Comedy Network. Thank you for the mm-hmm. opportunity. It's about to be some 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 major stuff going down. I know you're doing your, your what you call it, but hey, if y'all got a chance, follow CLE Comedy Fest, the Cleveland Comedy Festival, man. Yeah. Our clips and stuff will be up over there. Um, it's gonna be up on there on there. Uh, my bad. No, go, you it's gonna be up on their YouTube page. Um, shout out to them for having me. Have, you know, if you having me, you having us. Having DMST be a part of. Um, they did I love the CLE show. It's kind of like the talking head shows. I'm like I love the '80s and I love the '90s on VH1. They did it about Cleveland, films and stuff for that, and then um, saw a show called Toast to CLE, where they did yeah. like pretty much drunk history when they talked about different uh, major people in Cleveland. And I was honored enough to talk about uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony and kind of give them like a chronological recap on how they came to like be the biggest group in the damn world in the mid '90s. So yeah. shout out to them, man. That'll be coming out on on YouTube and locally on um, yeah. Different platforms. They try to see yeah. how to work out, you know, 
TV stuff. So some dope stuff, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, real quick, like I always been trying to do for the past few weeks, trying to leave y'all with a quote. My quote for this week is, the way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. That's all I'm saying is, here, man. if we go, you go, you gonna, is there going to be trials and tribulations through your journey trying to get where you're trying to go? So it's going to, you know, you're going to have to deal with the good and the bad in life, period. So play with a DJ. I'm out, man. All right. Dev, give them all your shits. Oh, shit. It's Big Dev, man. And contrary to what you might think, I'm always trying to spread love and love for the hate. <laughs> And I love y'all, man. But again, if you don't love me back, it's cool. My mama do, man. <laughs> like my father always say, man, do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, whether you like it or not, man. It's the real big dev two one six everywhere. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the I feel like the 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 the, the warehouses where it's like no accidents and like seventeen hundred days, and then you fuck up, and then you got to erase it. And right, zero. I feel like I'm back at zero. I feel like the Harry and Tubman might. thing put me back at zero. You might be. It's I gotta good, rebuild. Man. I gotta rebuild my rapport. It's all good. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> I'm not here for it. It's all good, man. Uh, DMST one sits at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns, feedback, anything that you want to let us know, you can reach out to us there. Also, DMST Pod or Boys, DMST Boys, B O Y Z on our social media pages. Um, we also put together our link tree page. So when you visit us on Instagram and things like that, you can hit our link tree and get the link to everything that we do. DMST, that is our radio. That is our website. Um, obviously, it's a link directly to us in the Facebook live show. If you are listening to this throughout the week, I don't know why you're not tuning in and getting all this foolery um, and, and, and uh, <laughs> live on a Sunday evening. Um, so once again, as, as, as y'all two said, thank you to the Cleveland Comedy uh, festival and their network that they're putting together for including us into their their new thing. Hope it's going to open up some new doors to us. Obviously, get us on a different set of eyes mm-hmm. uh, that will be that 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 will be going for. Um, um, the good thing about that is that um, you know we talked about it before. You know we know that we are going to continue to be ourselves right. as we're going forward with this venture um, because that's the only reason people have been rocking with us in the beginning. Right. And so we're not going to, you know, get into a space like this, even though it's not one that generally we probably would have, you know, on our own walkthrough, it, the, the opportunity was presented to us, but we're still going to be us. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing, as I, said, as I said, the same foolery that you get from us on every Sunday is, is what you're going to get to us uh, from us now still. So yeah. thank you to them for that. Um, I always want to shout out Nicorio Opero, mm-hmm. um, our sponsor um, and our, our partner with the podcast too. Um, so and with that we're going to get on out of here we'll be back next Sunday it may be cloudy today but the sun will come out tomorrow as long as you are here under the sun live your life to the best of your, of your motherfucking ability I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media that is DJ Brainstorm the number for the letter you <laughs> <laughs>
the same. Blurge lines was real or fake. Blue will bag on me, now he begging me. Say I should stay. Bought a crib in the hills, changed the numbers right away. No more side chicks, was another one just yesterday. Could've stuck the strap in his mouth. Flash the tires, bleach the J's, but the bag more important nowadays. Twist position, now he missing. He used to hit it. In the kitchen, cooling on the island, or running up the mileage. And the game's over, games played, ain't no do overs. Your man's lame, hopped in the V and just prank. Swerving on my old news, tuned into new views. I'ma do me, cause you already doing you. Truth tellers. 